On the radio is brought to you by Zurich Insurance, the perfect place to catch up with all things Melbourne. If you enjoy this content and want more inside access from the team, make sure you visit the club website. Speaking of scoring goals, Ben Brown does that uh, in the world of Australian rules football. These days doing it for the Demons. He's played 21 games for the Red and the Blue. Premiership player, of course, last year. And on the weekend, experienced only his second loss. I want to need to know how he's feeling. Ben, good morning. Daniel, Adam, how are you? We are well, mate. Are you okay? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> uh, on the whole. <laughs> just, uh, just, yeah, heading out to training this morning. Um, out at Casey Fields, and yeah, it was a bit strange on the weekend to have a loss, um, particularly Jake Bowie, who had his first in yeah. 18 games. But uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, look, we're we're all surviving, and we're trying to move on. So yeah. Now I'm only clearly being facetious, but did, did it feel odd? You've been so dominant for so long. Did it did it feel like? Hang on a second, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, it's an incredibly privileged position to be in. I'm you know well aware of that. Um, you know, particularly the last few years at the Kangas, we had a few losses. So, um, you know, I've, I'm very aware of the privileged position we're in. But, you know, to walk off the field the other day and, um, you know, walk into the change rooms and not sing the song, it actually felt a bit strange. So it's definitely something we, we don't want to make a habit of, um, but losing, that is. Uh, so, you know, hopefully we can uh, put some work in this week and we've got a big game this weekend to get ready for. What have you put it down to, the coaching staff and the players and the conversation in the review? What have you put it down to, that performance? Because it, it was very un-Melbourne-like. Yeah, well, look, Fremantle played, played very good footy. Um, and we, we knew that they would. They've, they've had an incredibly good season um, up to this point, And we knew that we'd, uh, they'd take it up to us. I suppose it's the first time in a while that we haven't really been able to take the body blows and, and fire back ourselves. So that was in a number of areas. And we've we've gone through those. I think our, our contest was um, probably the main one of those that we identified. Um, you know, when you're losing contests um, forward and behind the ball, um, and you know, that's something that um, something that I've got to take on uh, personally and look to work on, and I know a bunch of other players will do that this week. Um, you know, you've got to be up for it, and on the weekend, I think we just were a little bit off, off the boil, and Fremantle did it better, so um, all credit to them, but we've got to go back to work this week and uh, and try and get better ourselves. When something unusual happens, you tend to look at it forensically from outside the, the, the footy club and the, the talk about the illness. And I know that Christian Petrarca was quite heavily affected by it. He only had 10 possessions, but there, I think there were quite a few others also. Was that? Do you think that was a factor in it all? Because you did lead by five goals in the second quarter. Oh, it's one of those things, um, you know, that at, at, at various points of the season, everyone's going to um, have some sort of illness and you've, you've got to deal with that, particularly at this, at this time in our, um, in our lives. And there's pandemics and things going on. Um, you know, there's, there will be things like that um, pop up. And, I, you know, I'm sure that there were certain Fremantle players that were probably feeling under the weather on the weekend. That's, that's the way it is. Um, and you've got to get up to perform. If you put yourself out there to perform, put yourself on the field, um, you're ready to go, and you'll be judged just like just like anyone else. Um, and that goes for illness, that goes for corkies, anything. Um, and all you can do as a player is get yourself ready to play. Uh, once you're out there, you're a fair game. So um, for us, that's definitely not an excuse. Uh, but um, if there's anyone who is feeling under the weather this week, we'll be doing everything we can to make sure the rights go 
So, Ben, we spoke to Troy Chaplin last week, one of your key assistant coaches, and we asked him to sort of rate the season to to that point, and he said around about a sort of a seven. Um, do you feel that, that the loss sort of might just jolt a few people into trying to recapture that unbelievable form from towards the end of last year, that, that sometimes that people can just cruise a little bit? You were still getting the wins without playing great footy. Now you can really address things to make you better? Uh, for sure, we're always looking to um, to address things to make ourselves better, and I think that's one thing the coaches have been, done really well over the, the last year or so is making sure that even when we have been winning games, we've been looking to improve. Uh, so I don't think anything really changes in, in that sense. Um, do I think we can play better? 100% I do. Uh, you know, and it's not necessarily about trying to be the team of last year. Um, it's about trying to to play our best football this year. We know that the game's changed. We know that um, different teams will throw different things at us every week. So we've got to be adaptable. Uh, and that's, that's what we're going to try and do this week. We've got a, a different opposition this weekend in Sydney coming up. So we've got to do our best to prepare for that and also get ourselves um, up to playing our best brand of football because I think that's, that's the thing that holds us in the best stead is when um, we're focused on the way that we can play football up to our best standard and not focus too much on the opposition where we're playing at the time. Your football's pretty handy. We've seen that um, the last couple of seasons, no doubt. But what about, I mean, we're starting to get to the middle of the season now. It's the buy rounds coming up. Whitey spoke about some illnesses going around and the world's experiencing that at the moment, as you've articulated. But the the demands of the season don't ever uh, decrease physically, Ben. And it's you're the, the team that has to wait until round 14 before you get to that buy. Is it is it coming fast, or are you happy to just get another couple of weeks in because you're feeling okay? Oh, I think we're all feeling pretty good. Uh, like you say, it, it is a taxing season, but it's a taxing season for everyone um, in in uh, AFL land. Um, and for us, I think you know we back ourselves in. We've had a we've got an experienced list with um, with guys that have played for a number of years. Uh, and have put their bodies through the paces in, in pre-seasons um, again and again and again. And we feel like we're as ready to go as any as any team. So we've also got players who have been out for a number of weeks who are coming back to, to strengthen our lineup even further. You know, we've had Christian Salem out for most of the year. Um, you know, uh, that's that's an incredible in to have uh, coming for us. Tom McDonald wasn't on the field on the weekend. We know his form was fantastic. Um, yeah before last weekend and, and some others as well. So, you know, we think we're we're raring to go for the next few weeks, that's for sure. Ed Langdon's a pretty handy player too who wasn't uh, on the field for the days on the weekend. But the, Stephen May uh, will be out this week and we saw Fremantle try a new tactic, which I suppose not many teams have tried against you from what I've seen anyway the last little while with deploying a, a defensive key forward um, to try and quell his influence. Would you expect that now to, to be an option for teams to try and stop this juggernaut that is behind the ball at the D's? Oh, we've, we've got some pretty, some pretty good players back there. Um, so I'm sure other teams are going to put different, um, different amounts of time and, and different tactics into that to try and, to try and make a difference. Um, in, in my view, good luck stopping Stephen May and Jake Lever and Harry Petty and these guys who have who have built um, such strong reputations on the back of their hard work and um, the way that they play their footy. Uh, I think there's a reason why, um, or the, our defensive unit is a, is a big reason why we've been able to put as many wins on the board as we have over the last 18 months. Uh, so, look, we'll, we'll definitely miss Maisie this weekend, um, but we're very fortunate 
as I as I said before, our depth is really strong. Uh, we'll have guys coming back in who who will play that who will play that role. Um, so yeah, um, look forward to having Maisie back, but um, looking forward to seeing who who steps in as well. Have you seen your year this year, Ben? It's obviously there's been some frustration attached to it with. Um, COVID and um, a little incident in the VFL as well. But generally speaking, you haven't really had as much of a run at it as you would have liked. Um, how do you assess yourself at half time or half, halfway through the season? Oh, yeah, it's been a bit frustrating at times um, for various reasons. I, I think, look, I, I think I can definitely play at a, at a better level than what I've been playing. Um, but I think, you know, I've been training hard and I'll look to continue to train hard. I think when I've... Um, Played well over the last few years. It's been off the back of off the back of training, uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to um, putting some time in this week uh, and continuing to do that over the next few weeks. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot more a lot more in the tank um, from my perspective. Uh, but look, it's, an, it's a really exciting place to be, uh, the Melbourne Footy Club, and I really enjoy training here. I enjoy the people. Uh, you know, it's a fun place to come to work, uh, and I think. Um, that's as important as, as anything, is that we keep the vibes up. Uh, we knew that at some point the bumps would come in the road, uh, but I think the people that are here um, will make sure that we stay on top of everything and um, keep the positive vibes going around the club. A bit of a random one, but with what's happening at North Melbourne, you talk about how good it is at Melbourne, with your old team, do you do you still closely follow what they're doing? I'm sure you've got a lot of very close friends that are still at the football club, and how do you feel about what's going on there, considering you were able to, to not necessarily of your own volition, but get out of there and, and, and get to a club that tastes success on such a regular basis now with what's going on at the Kangaroos? Oh, I think we know that any any footy club goes through a life cycle, um, I suppose, and, and North Melbourne's at a stage at the moment where there's a lot of young players in that squad uh, and you know there has been a bit of volatility over the last couple of years. Uh, but you know that is part of the life cycle of football clubs, I think. Um, and these young guys will be learning a lot from senior guys like Jack Diebel, who um, got on him for playing his 250th game on the weekend. Uh, you know those guys will be doing their best to teach these young guys the, the best ways to go about it. Uh, it is tough when you're losing. It's tough when you're losing by by a lot. Um, but you know. There's guys who are getting opportunities there um, who will still be playing in 10 years' time for that club. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's tough when teams go through that those periods of time. Um, but, you know, I think it is all part of the life cycle. One of the um, banes of any football's existence is the limited space in a locker room, Ben. Um, I'm wondering what's the setup like at Casey because number 50 is a long way <laughs> from lots of other numbers. Do you have, like, heaps of space to put your stuff? You have a wing. I think I'm actually in locker 45. I don't think it even goes up to number. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, it's it's one of the benefits of having number 50 is you've always got your. There's kind of space on the other side. Uh, there's no, sort of no one that takes the takes the spot off to my left usually. So um, maybe that's one of the reasons I've kept it all these years. <laughs> Why have you kept it all these years? <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things that I. I got 50 um, when I walked into my first footy club, um, or my first proper footy club, which is um, when I was 16, uh, playing at the Devonport Footy Club in Tassie. Um, I, I was I was playing basketball at the time. I was a bit late down to pre-season for that reason, and the only 
jumper they had for me was 50 um, in my size. So and I thought, well, look, I'm not a big numbers person, but if I keep 50 all the way along, no one will fight me for it. So <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've done that ever since. Well, it's worked out okay. It's worked out okay, and you've got heaps of space to get changed and throw your stuff around in the locker room. I think that's a great bloody system. Well done to you. Well done. You've really worked that to an absolute treat. Well done to you um, so far with the season. Obviously, the weekend was disappointing from the Demons' perspective, but Friday night... Uh, sorry, not Friday night footy. You've got the cats and dogs on Friday night. This weekend's another big one for the Dees because... Uh, the, the Swans is always a, a tough challenge, especially the MCG. They play all right at the MCG, the Swannies. So we look forward to seeing you in action again against Sydney. Good luck. Thanks, Jed.